þú ert að hlusta á alvarpið á nútímanum. I'm sorry, Jonathan. It's been my fault. It's been the machine's fault. It's been... The we don't know how much it has been the machine's fault. Let's be honest. It's the universe's fault, oh, Jonathan. Oh, oh, it's stepping. still recording. Oh, yeah, still recording. You are bringing out the Agnes Skinner in me right yeah. now. Well, the Agnes Skinner is now your new... Uh, let's She's... talk about her. She's your new spirit animal. <laughs> we just had this conversation. No, no, this is all for the su- first time. It was supposed to be recorded, <laughs> just like no, all no, the no. other conversations. No, 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 this is the first time we're recording this oh. show. Yeah, this, this, is, this is not definitely not the eighth I wanna, time. I want to pour my hot scalding coffee on your smug face. It's not a smug. It's uh, it's uh, well-meaning and, uh, and confused and... And actually just uh, aloof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I, I knew the word aloof would soften your heart. <laughs> <laughs> my ice cold heart. Oh, Alright, so this is going to actually work this time, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Now it's going to work. It's a, it's a, it's a very... I understand your pain. Believe me, I, I, I have the same thing, but I'm just, I'm just repressing it like every feeling I ever have. Ever, <laughs> but uh, it's very frustrating to tape a beautiful conversation, uh, a dance of syllables, mm. and then realize you weren't taping it, and, and then doing do it, it again, again and, and again, again and again. <laughs> my God, my God. Anyway, your God is. Dead. My God is dead. I wished a and great. All is left is Agnes Skinner. Agnes Skinner in my black cold heart. She, so you were saying she's your new spirit. She's animal. my new spirit animal. She is my new spirit animal because I have become that just fed up. Yeah, you feel like you are like. So what does then Skinner represent in your life? You like that's like all your disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. So Skinner is your. Skinner career. is my. my... <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I went there. You went there. Skinner is my career. Skinner is Skinner is you know my documentary that I won an international film festival award for that basically just gave me an expensive doorstop that instantly raises everyone's expectations of what I'm capable of. Yeah, you should do what I would do with my award. Put it in your bathroom because that makes you fi- makes you look like you don't give a shit. But I live in a shared you... household. Oh yeah, well, so I don't, I don't want my my Swarovski crystal three and a half kilogram award in the bathroom. No, okay. That would seem a little pr- pretentious. Yes, the pretentious is a word that we're discussing now for the first time. <laughs> Uh, and I've never said this before, but I think pretentious is the most pretentious word of all words. This is a new statement to me. Yes, this is this is true. Uh, pretentiousness. I think when you ever whenever you say something is pretentious, 
aren't you being a little bit pretentious? Mm, this is true. And when you say something is overrated, isn't that an over? I well, it's you it's, think overrated is the most overrated word. Yeah, I th- well, it's just fun to say it, but actually, I just don't like the word overrated because. So you don't like the sentence Gwyneth Paltrow is pretentious and oh. overrated. Oh well. We never t- never talked about Gwyneth Paltrow before. <laughs> How long until this joke gets old? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's funny. It's uh, like the uh, our listeners are all the unknowing characters in Groundhog Day right now, and we are Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. yeah they have no idea that we're gonna we're gonna wake up in another five minutes and have to do this all over again we're we are still running we're still going how do you know because it's here four minutes and oh, it seconds. says record yes. okay okay no but i'm saying just overrated <clears throat> whenever you say something is overrated yeah. you're putting yourself you're making yourself the judge of all uh-huh yeah. it's like saying uh the movie la confidential is overrated which it is <laughs> but <laughs> if you say something like that um uh, it's some you're saying I know better than everyone else. So, like, I I believe yeah. Mulholland Drive is overrated. It is not. It is a piece of artwork. I knew you. I knew exactly how you. Oh, would react. that scene where with the with the 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 scene where she's um, what's the word for uh, when you go, go for a part. Auditioning. Yeah, when Audition. she's auditioning. Oh, it's a, such a nice scene when she suddenly becomes this uber sexy thing and it's such a yeah it's it's a i didn't really get melissa george in that movie i didn't understand but then i I, I didn't didn't really get i didn't really get um that movie but and the scene and the good movie where the guy goes up to the roof and then this scary man comes Uh in the face and he has a heart attack and dies and that has nothing to do with the rest of the you're 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 uh describing Everything with David Lynch <laughs> right now. My favorite thing. <laughs> I didn't get it. Did you see that new David Lynch movie? It was confusing to you me. Know, you know how they're remaking Twin Peaks? Uh, did you see that new Michael Bay movie? It had a lot of action. <laughs> uh, <laughs> come on, do another one. Do another uh, one. Did you see uh, that uh, new uh, d- d- Kevin Smith movie? Not, uh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to diss Kevin Smith. Did you see that new Kevin Smith movie? It was quirky and interesting and had sass. Yes. There you go. I love Kevin Smith, actually. Uh, I don't like, I haven't seen all of his movies. Yeah. And I don't uh, like all of his movies. No. And they, uh, many of them get trampled on by yeah. critics, probably deservedly. Yeah. But here is my thing. Uh-huh. I love Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that he does his own thing. My three favorite directors are Kevin Smith, uh-huh. John Waters, and uh-huh. Roger Corman. I love John Waters. They all play by their own rules, yeah. and they don't give a shit what other and people by, say. By whenever, whenever a Kevin Smith movie gets a, um, a bad review, bad review, he revels in it. Yeah, because he, love it or hate it, you're still talking about it. Yeah, still talking about it, and he did it. He at least did it. Uh huh. So that's always that's always there. You know, I'm just going to keep going back to the screen and making sure it's recording. You may look be the screen looker now. I'm turning I will the be the to screen you. looker. But does that change? Does Do we need to... Okay, you, you're moving around. I'm just moving because I want to be close to you. Uh, is that where this is, has gone? I mean, we are already naked. 
Yeah, we're always naked. That's nothing new. Yeah, it's yeah. the Naked Podcast. I wonder if we called it the Naked Podcast, will we get more listeners just by, you know, titillating them with the word naked? Like, even though they know they can't see us. Mm-hmm. You know, like, Jamie Oliver became the Naked Chef. It's true, yeah. Everyone... And people were like, oh, Naked Chef. I'm going to watch a lisping guy who can't s- swallow his own saliva. <laughs> what does it do? To spit in a glass? He's just, he just, his mouth is just like a, I don't like it. There's something oh. about his mouth I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> There's Agnes. That's Agnes. <laughs> That's Agnes. There's something about his mouth I don't like. No, I, I, I was thinking we should <clears throat> find you another Simpson spirit animal. And like March. Yeah, but the March is the saddest character in she the world. She is so sad. Yeah. She has no friends. Whenever she does anything, they all treat her like shit. Yeah, and yeah, see, see uh, I mean, also she's like the remnants of an old Actually, world. here's, here's, a, here's a, a perception for you. Yes, I love perceptions. <laughs> we didn't even say Inception, but it's still got it. Um, so I just thought about this right now, right? Um, Marge, n- nothing ever works out for her. Neither for Lisa. Neither for Lisa. N- neither for Lisa. Neither for Lisa, yeah. Neither for Lisa. Neither for Lisa. Could you neither for Lisa? Um, however, everything always comes up roses for Homer and Bart. Yeah, whenever, a show, whenever you find out the show is about, when you realize the show is about Lisa, you know it's going to suck. Yeah. Every single show with Lisa Well, sucks. I mean, it, it won't work for her. No, no. Well, I like I like Lisa episodes. Lisa Lionheart see, uh, is one of my favorite. She will meet Paul McCartney and become a vegetarian. Hey, no. What about Lisa Lionheart? What with Kathleen Turner was the creator of Malibu Stacy. Yeah. And yeah, she's yeah. like, if you know, believe in yourself and you can achieve anything. And then at the end, Kathleen Turner, like Lisa says, if we can, if that gets through that one girl who bought that doll, it was all worth it. And Kathleen Turner says, yes, particularly if that girl happens to be. $40,000 for that doll. She's <laughs> like, what? No, kudos to you, Lisa. Nothing. <laughs> kudos. <laughs> but, but what I was getting at is that, that, that Lisa and Marge are the two predominant female characters in that show. Nothing ever works out for them. The Simpsons is pushing the patriarchy. The Simpsons is just a mirror image of our world. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's real life. Mm. It's just a yellow tinted mirror. With one less finger. With one less finger. You know, God has uh, five fingers in Simpsons. I did not know that. Yeah, that one scene where Homer He sits God. with God, yeah. yeah. You, you, you don't see his face, but you see his hands. He has, he has five, five fingers. fingers. Yeah, because he's God. Oh. Mm. Wow. The more you know. The more you now, know. Now, I am an Icelandic person. And I am an Australian. And, and together, together we are Australia! It's a podcast on the internet. It is a sounds that are in your head. And they make you think and feel and laugh. And they make you puke inside your pants. Australia. <laughs> <laughs> well, eight, eighth time lucky. Yeah, uh, I think this might be our best podcast today our best oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, how are you doing i am all right yeah yes it is a fine thing being me 
I'm, I'm not sure if I said this before on this recording or in my dreams or even my nightmares, which is basically all my dreams. Uh -huh. But uh, I am very busy and it's become a status quo for me. I the normal not, state yeah, of I, life. I do not remember a world of me not being drowning in work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I mean, I should be grateful because this is what I wanted. I wanted to work uh, as a, an artist. Uh -huh. And have it as your main job. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't work in a bar, you don't work in a cafe. No, I think that if I would work in a bar or cafe, I would just kill myself. You mm. <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's... Uh, uh, I think... I mean... I, am, I, I consider myself extremely lucky. Because everyone who ever goes to art school, you should know that it's not... You have not a very good chance of actually working as an artist. Do they tell you that at art school? They should tell you that. But they don't. No, I think, I they think just take your money and run. They, they just write it on a bathroom wall. Yeah. yeah. You will not make it. <laughs> your dreams will be crushed. <laughs> yes. You yes. will work in a bar for the rest of your life or give up. But those, like, ironically, and maybe that's the way it's supposed to work, uh, things like that, like disencouragements like that, are the real encouragements. Yeah. Because, because you can never underestimate the power of spite. Right. That rhymed. What? What rhymed? Uh, spite. And right. The right. Uh -huh. mm. I, I shouldn't have mentioned the fact that it uh, rhymed because uh, it created a strange silence. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't understand what you yeah. what you were contributing to the conversation. Yeah. And also now we're talking about that. It's dead. <laughs> You're living the dream. You can pick and choose your projects. Yes, you and here's the fact. Yeah. If you live the dream, it is no longer a dream. It's reality. It's the reality. So and you keep searching for another has dream. like smells and dust and empty moments. <gasps> You're so deep today. Yes, deep like whale shit. And you know where that is? At the bottom of the ocean. Oh, wow. I have nothing <laughs> to say to that. I have, I have... Wow, I'm becoming an American. I literally have nothing... To say, yet I keep speaking <laughs> because the sounds coming out of my mouth are important. They are. They yes. are. Everything is important uh, f that comes from the mouth of an American. But here's, here's a question for you. If you're now living the reality instead of living the dream, is there a new dream? The new dream is just don't drop the ball, really. Uh-huh. Just uh, stay alive. Yeah, just stay alive. Keep, I mean... Uh, that's why I, I constantly, when I find myself complaining about being busy, I instantly add the fact, but uh, at the sentence, but I shouldn't complain mm. because then I might even jinx it. And yeah. be careful what you wish but for. But I, I wish I had nothing to do. Well, if I had nothing to do, you I would, would be, be unemployed. Unemployed, yeah. And also, it's me who it's it's me who is creating all those jobs. Mm -hmm. I'm going to my publisher saying, "I want to make this book and this book. I'm going to make hundreds of books this year." Is that and how I'm, it works? Once you have a publisher in Iceland? Well, once you are a publisher that actually sells books, yes. Uh, uh, then, then you just go. I want to do this, and they go, "Great, here's a check." Well, uh, yeah. Well, they give me like a, a really small advance. Uh huh. And uh, then they publish it, and then maybe a year later, I finally get the sales money. So oh, wow. it's a very slow process. And you get not a lot 
of they keep most of it, right? No, well, it's in Iceland, so uh, even if your book is a bestseller, you it's you won't become a millionaire, and that's <clears> right. I just want to pay my bills and be able to afford. And that's uh, that's the real dream. Restaurant food. That is the real dream, isn't yeah. it? It's not to be a millionaire. It's just to be able to get by. Yeah, because a millionaire, millions of dollars, they, that just turns people into assholes as countless examples can prove. Well, I I would like to, um, I'd like to believe you, but I, I'm just putting it out there into the universe that I promise mm-hmm. that with millions of dollars, I would not become an asshole because I already am an asshole. Ah, uh-huh. I'm an asshole. It's a musical edition today, is it? Yes, it is, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm... You're in a good mood. Yes, uh, because I had to deal with the fact that we uh, did uh, eight failed attempts of this show. And this is going to be the best one. I had to deal wine. with it with wine. And wine, wine will make me fine. Which I wish it I could have. It puts uh, sunshine inside my shrine, which is my body. Uh, I have no word that rhymes with body. No. <laughs> <laughs> How come whenever I talk about the rhymes, you go silent? <laughs> because I don't, know, I don't know what's going on. I think, I think we should just start. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But we're on a good way. We're in a good. We're in a we're good in a place. We're in a surreal place. We're in a surreal we're place. We're in a Lynchian place. A Lynchian place. David Lynch. Yeah, I just uh, remember in this another Simpsons when home it like it was the nineties and Homer was watching Twin Peaks and it was like a man dancing with yeah. a unicorn. Genius. <laughs> He's like, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> yeah. That was beautiful. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. But uh, anyway, let's let's start off with our embarrassment of the week. I have uh, quite an embarrassment for you, Jonathan. Uh-huh. Uh, happens. You remember when I told you about the pizza baby last week? Yeah. I had myself a pizza and I was pregnant with a pizza baby. And then you, you missed out on a date I because of it. I missed out on a probable date because a Tinder girl contacted me and she said, you want to go out for a drink? And I said, I can't <clears> because I'm about to poop a baby. Mm-hmm. But um, then later, the next day, I had the... Uh, the uh, the glutenscheiser, which follows uh, the the pizza baby, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> and uh, then the, on Tuesday, and then the next day after that, I still had the glutenscheiser, and then the day after that, I still had the glutenscheiser, and I was like, this is this has been going on for a suspicious amount of time, uh-huh. and <clears throat> then then I had to go with Bilka to the Westfjords. Uh, of Iceland yes. to uh, perform. Which, for the listeners, is a beautiful place to see for the first time. <laughs> I think you give you. I have heard you talk about the Westfjords before. I think the Westfjords are beautiful. They are gorgeous, but driving them, yeah, you only need to do it once. Yes, that's not. Be- that's because you're not a dreamer, Jonathan. No, I'm Agnes Skinner. You're Agnes Skinner. So when you sit in, the I've car- seen this mountain yeah, before. Another mountain, <laughs> and I go look at all these mountains. Anyway, uh, I, I, we went there and we performed. Uh-huh. Uh, I had the shits the whole time. I remember going up on stage. I was thinking, 
what if I shit myself? Have you, have you ever had that before? I had that thought before, but I never shat myself on stage. No, but like where you were on stage and you thought I might shit myself. I have because uh, often, <clears throat> especially in the early days of stand-up, you were more uh, stressed and you always had a really, but just a, it was like clockwork. You always had diarrhea before a show yeah. because of stress. But nowadays it happens uh, uh, n- not nearly as often. Yeah. Uh, so did you have the shit sweats? I had the shit sweats and I was thinking, oh my God, because I had gone to the toilet seven times that day. Uh-huh. I might, it might happen again. I, it was also like kind of painful. I had like these cramps in my stomach and, I, uh, and uh, the shit was, uh, yeah, uncomfortable. But it was always diarrhea and it was green. That's not good. Yeah, it looked like Popeye's poop. It was. <laughs> it was like a, It was like a, like canned spinach. You get off the toilet and you look down. It goes. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah, it had a pipe and everything. <laughs> yeah, it had a pipe and a violent temper. Uh, and uh, then, yeah. So I went on stage and actually we both killed. It was one of the better shows in yeah. recent history. Me and Bill we both just murdered these people. Um, I did, <laughs> we, did, I, we didn't tell any jokes at all. We just took a gun yeah, and, just, and murdered them yeah, all. We literally murdered them. Yeah. But that's beside the point. So after we got rid of all the bodies... should probably get a lawyer. Yeah, it's very easy to uh, get rid of bodies in, in the Westfjords. Um, in the Westfjords, because there are so uh, many uh, fjords uh-huh. to, to drop them into. Now, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> uh, so I had the, the shits the whole time I was there and... Uh, when I came back when we were doing that show on Saturday um, I had the seats before and after and uh, so and on and on Sunday and then on because f- you Monday, know I went to a doctor well I, Googled the I was just about to say if you have diarrhea for more than two days in a row you should probably go see someone that is what the internet told me to do and I listened to that for once the internet was right for once it's always wrong except for that one time mm. now uh, so the doctor says, okay, that's strange, but it's, uh, you know, some stomach flu, but I, uh, you should probably take, uh, take a stool sample. So she gives me like a glass, a tube uh, with a little spoon, and I have to take it home, and the next day morning I poop, uh-huh. and I, I fish a little bit of the poop inside the spoon, I put it in the glass. Because the spoon is in the lid, right? Yeah, the spoon is in the lid. Yeah. And so you I, just kind of scoop it and put it in. Mm-hmm. Wait, did you say in the glass? Yes, it was a, a, like a it was a tube, a clear tube. So it's a, why? So you could see the shit inside. So you could no, yeah. that's not cool. That is not cool. That is not how it's done in the modern world. It's, this is in Australia. This is Iceland. In this Australia, is it's world. it's an opaque. We're north of the wall. Contain- <laughs> <laughs> it's an opaque container, and you don't have to yeah. see it. So you had to walk around. With a tube that you could clearly visibly see your shit in. Yeah, well, I put it in a bag. I didn't hold it on display on the way over to the hospital. Was it a clear bag? Yeah, yeah I have a clear bag. No, it was in a backpack. I, I thought oh. you were asking if I had like one of those clear backpacks. Like, <laughs> like a Japanese like... teenager. <laughs> <laughs> My poop sample in the clear glass right next, my clear right next to your Furby and your Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so, <clears throat> some, somehow it makes just total sense as the as the three uh, the, uh, what would be contained in a teen Japanese teenager's backpack, a Pokemon, 
and a Furby and the stool sample. Uh, so I took it to the hospital, which, which isn't far away, and I went inside there. And then I realized I had forgot to uh, like mark the glass, so I had to take a sticker and put my initials yeah. and my and my social security number on that. And then she still stopped me and said, "Wait, wait, I have to check if it's enough because she oh looked, come on, she looked through the glass." What is she gonna do if it's not enough? Is she gonna go? Oh no, go go to the bathroom now and give me more. Yes, I don't know what she would have done. Because that would be weird. But so then she goes and. <clears throat> To talk to someone in another room, and while I'm there, so, I realized so, I forgot so, my phone, so I had nothing to do while I was waiting. I was, I, I, only thing I had to do was just stand there. I was trying not to whistle because whistling is the sound of uh, desperation. Mm. It's like uh, people know you're worried then. Yeah, and uh, so. Uh, I was just but standing. she she had a, I, I'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm sorry I'm focused on this, but you gave her a clear plastic tube, yeah, that has your shit in it, mm-hmm. and she not only did she have to see if it was enough, she went into another room mm-hmm. to inspect your shit yeah. with another person. Yeah, well, yeah, basically, and I the, the whole thing was you know here is a person who makes his living out of talking about poop, and I I did uh, in my upcoming book Where Is God you will find my biggest poop joke ever. Look for it in bookstores this Christmas. Uh, but uh, uh, he, still, I was embarrassed by the fact because I wanted this be, to be a quick uh, exchange. Uh-huh. I wanted to be like a drug deal in <clears> a German. <throat> Park, uh, because that's where the drug dealers are in Germany, yeah. in Berlin. Anyway, <laughs> in the park. In the park, like, right next to the sex club. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, uh, and then, so, um, so yeah, she went there, and I was like, I don't want to be in a situation where me, my poop, and other people are together. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, and that uh, felt like uh, an eternity, but finally she came back and says, it's enough. And like I just had a baby. Or she something. had enough of your shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she had enough of my shit. And I ran out to my bicycle and went home. And then uh, slowly uh, <clears throat> in, until now, like in the last couple of days, the the diarrhea just faded away, mm-hmm. and I am pretty much okay right now. Wow! However, Hello. this morning my doctor called me oh, with no. the results. It's gonorrhea, isn't it? No, <laughs> shut up! <laughs> it is not gonorrhea, and. Uh, as he said, actually, it's... Uh, the one time you try some bum fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can get ass gonorrhea. Rectal gonorrhea, yeah. Rectal gonorrhea. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounds just almost as sad as Marge Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> My special long eye. <laughs> um, so, uh, see, yeah, as he said, I didn't have... She, she said, you don't have rectal gonorrhea. Oh, wonderful. Like, Whew. And I crossed that off the list mm-hmm. of my big list, which only had the words rectal gonorrhea. gonorrhea. <laughs> oh. And uh, as she uh, said, actually, I had contracted some of the good old salmonella, Ella, E, E, 
It's something. So you actually contracted salmonella. I contracted salmonella. You, you are like an even bigger celebrity because I've never met someone who's had it. No, it's like a myth. It's yeah. Like, you know it's there, like, but it's oh, like a boogeyman. But you kind of tempt it sometimes. You're like, oh, you shouldn't eat that salmon sandwich. You might get salmonella. I'll risk it. Yeah, absolutely. Because I never gotten anything like that. I thought I was uh, immune to it and it sounded like something from the past, like the uh, Black Plague or... Yeah. Or... Uh, or uh, I don't know. I was gonna. I was gonna man- mention an '80s uh, superstar now, because it would be funny. Which but, one? But the, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. You find, couldn't think of one. I couldn't find the reference. That would have been a funny Pat thing. Benatar. Yeah, it's like a Black Plague or Pat Benatar. <laughs> it doesn't exist. <laughs> Never gonna affect you. I don't understand. I have no idea what's going on. No, me neither. Yeah. Uh, what, what rhymes with Benatar? Minotaur. Yes. Thank you. You got your whole oh, rhyming. Thank you. <laughs> but so, so you actually contracted salmonella. Wow. Yeah. And that is my embarrassment of the week. That is quite embarrassing. But I Someone kind of, who makes jokes about shit. Yeah. And I had it the whole time. I just, I, I, I traveled the country. I did shows, mm. stand up shows. About shit. I wrote stuff. I wrote a few pages in a graphic novel while having salmonella. salmonella. If I knew I would have salmonella, I had salmonella, I'd probably stay in bed because it sounds Yeah, serious. it sounds dire. But I actually just, I just went through my life. I just, just, uh, I remember when we were, we were at like a comedy uh, movie festival in Tlaxi. Yeah. They were pro- promoting my uh, show coming mm-hmm. next, uh, uh, coming this December, I think, or mm-hmm. January. Um, on roof, yeah. On roof, yes. Yeah. And I was, sh- I was pro- like showing them the, the first, sh- first episode. And uh, I remember, like, where where they were showing the thing. I was asking, so what's th- what's the toilets like there? I just asked everyone, what are the toilets toilets like there? Because I probably might have to run to the toilet at some a point. lot, yeah. yeah. Uh, but so I survived, yeah. You survived salmonella. Mm-hmm. You should actually be like. Um, I mean, I know you've said to me before that every time something happens downstairs, you worry if it's karma and that you're going to get butt cancer because yes. you've made so much I fun of poop your whole life. If God exists, which he, he doesn't, which he doesn't, mm. but he would, uh, and he had the reason uh, to punish me, which he does. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he would punish me with ass cancer. He would. It he would totally be, would. It would be funny, actually. Yeah. Be, people, if, if the headlines would be, Hula Gudasson has ass cancer, people would go, oh, it's so sad. But kind of, it's kind of funny. Kind of because funny. he does all those it's ass It's like, jokes. how did he die? He got cancer of the ass. <laughs> oh, no, oh. no, he made that up. No, he, he, he faked his own death. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to fake my own death with ass cancer. But I think if you did get it, like, um, I think it would cause, it would actually be very good. I mean, oh yeah, God. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you. like, because people I would notice it more. I think if you would be hit by a car, it would be just lovely. <laughs> yeah, it would make my day, Jonathan. I'm, I'm surprised that's the <laughs> joke you chose. Yeah, it's hard to find a just sudden death for you all of a sudden. Also, maybe like a night Ass fight. cancer is not sudden. No, but uh, yeah, sorry. Because you, you, I could see you avoided using one. You avoided using one. I could see it. <laughs> there was one you could have said and you didn't. You chose not to. Well, what do you think that would have been? I'm not going to say it. No, really? I'm not going to say yeah. it. Okay. 
Uh, now I'm thinking all sorts of horrible things. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's my turn for embarrassment yes. of the week. Okay, please. My tell embarrassment me our story. of the week um, actually came. Uh, well, you know, it might surprise you because it actually involves you. <clears throat> my embarrassment is actually Wait, something embarrassing so about you. So it's a double embarrassment it's for me. Double for you. So oh. that means next week it probably has to be double for me during the live podcast. Yeah. Uh, so dub, it was it was embar- So I was at a private gig. So we did a show last week. How hard will the find it? Yeah. So and I, before so I, today, while I was having the summer, yeah. Ella, and Ella, before Ella, I eh, got there, eh. uh, I had a private gig for a, a business, and it was every. I mean, for a start, I got there, and it was like I was the surprise comedian. So no one knew. That, except the person organizing it that I was coming right, in. Okay. So and it was at Gamla Bio, uh in the Peterson. Um, so I had to sort of sit in the restaurant area and pretend I was just, you know, there on my own. And then they brought me in. And um, I just I actually have to pat myself on the back because that actually it, I felt like it was my best gig this whole year. Because I went in with no set. Mm-hmm. I was like, because I've been doing, you know, my usual stuff and so much recently that I was a bit over. I was a bit sick of the jokes mm-hmm. I was telling. I knew I was going to do Ha Ha Vo the Findith, which basically meant I had to do the same set I've been doing there the last. Yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to. So I went in with one joke. And these, all the people there were um, fashionistas. And I talked about how I was so stressed out about performing for them because I am not, I don't have fashion. Uh, you know, and, and, and I recently started dressing like a lesbian who's given up. Um, and keep, keep talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to get some wine. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and, and then, you know, I also added to it that I've, uh, I, I've recently started looking like a lesbian who's decided to transition. Um, and then I just went and I did like a whole hour and it was all audience interaction. You did an hour? An hour. I did a whole hour and it was audience interaction and it was just stuff I made up on the spot. My only regret is that I didn't record it because some of the stuff was really funny. Um, and I know it, it worked and they loved it. But afterwards, the organizer um, came over to me and she, you know, gave me a drink and... She said, that was amazing. It was, um, you know, we knew you'd be good, but it was even better than we expected. Um, and you, you do a lot of stuff with Hulu, don't you? I said, yes, I do. Yes, he had sex with one of my cousins once. <laughs> and I remember saying, oh, what an odd thing to bring up right now after I've just done comedy. She said, yeah, he broke her tailbone with his massive penis. And I didn't know how to respond to that. Um, <laughs> so... Care to comment? <laughs> hmm? uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Breaking a tailbone. I, well, first of all, I don't know which one to start with, really. I, um, <laughs> I don't think it's possible to break a tailbone with a penis. I'm with you on that one. So, Unless uh, the, the penis is prosthetic and made of like adamantium or something. Yes, or... yes. Well, nice Marvel reference mm-hmm. there. Thank you. Thank you. Proud of you. Thanks. Yeah, it's like it's like when I use like uh, words like shade. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's like sunrise, sunset. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, mm, so Huli, Big Dick Darkson. This, uh, this, first of all, I, uh-huh. I, it's okay. This is really embarrassing. Yes. Because, because it was me who put that rumor out there that I broke someone's tailbone with my penis, just because I am, uh, I, I don't have a driver's license, so I can't buy a jeep to compensate. 
So I just have to put rumors out there. To compensate for what? For the fact that I have a micro penis. I have a really, really, really small penis. It's so small. Um, I'm glad because I was about to say, how small is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want, I want to skip that part. Uh, I have to like, I have to, I have to shave my pubes just to find it, really. I, but but I have to like leave uh, a stubble of hair just to remind myself that it's not a baby penis because that's what it looks like—a newborn baby penis. If it's cold, it goes inside of me. It just, um, it looks like, I look like I'm a, a, a woman, I like it turns into a vagina when it's cold. Uh, so when, when it's cold, I turn so into a woman. So you put this rumor yeah. out there. Yes. And so, so this yeah, rumor is... something you, uh, I'm, uh, you know, men are proud of. And men with micropenises, they should um, actually, uh, you know, we sh- it's, it's, a sh- it's, a, it's a shame that shouldn't be. A shameful. Mm. I, I remember actually one time, this is the real thing. I was in a, uh, I was in a bachelorette party, uh-huh. uh, performing, and I was just. They wanted me to do stand up. They actually they they asked me to come there to uh, rap my song. I have this one hip rap song that I did really? like ten years ago. Wow. Yeah, you never heard that. I've never heard it. I had this one. Because uh, you know how I feel about Icelandic. Rap. Rap. Yes, yeah. yeah but you, you think they're all privileged assholes. No, no, no. But they're just usually privileged white guys with sunglasses. Yeah, well, you, it was take off the sunglasses and you're expla- you're, uh, the, you're basically talking about all males in Iceland. Yes. Because we're all privileged, you're all and, privileged white. and white. This is, yeah. the wi- this is the whitest country in the world. Yes. I think it is. It, I think it is too, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, so... At one point, because there were, it was a bachelorette party and doing a stand-up, it's more like a conversation. So I stopped uh, once in a while just to interact with the crowd. Mm-hmm. And, um, and at one point, I started talking about penis sizes uh, with them. And they, uh, and, uh, they actually... They, yeah, but I said, okay, so, I mean, what's, what, what is the perfect penis to you? Does it have to be like a sh- shape or something, la-la-la? And I remember the girls kind of, you know, they're hesitating and they found themselves to be uncomfortable because they shouldn't talk about this to another man about a penis. And then later, actually, one of the girls, so I was hanging out with her and she told me, you know, it was uh, almost kind of, uh, it was uncomfortable because they found it even offensive uh, because she like compared it to the fact what if guys were talking about the, the vaginas judging the vaginas and boobs mm. of women so I thought oh yeah so I was being kind of a, a bit assholeish mm. yeah. however uh, here's another thing if I would have a huge penis yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't boast about it mm-hmm. and I wouldn't talk about it because when a man talks about his penis yes in a proud way like i have a big fucking dick yo it makes him sound like a douchebag it was felicity huffman from uh, desperate housewives yeah who said it in an esquire interview yeah uh, where, uh, which is i think it was esquire or some men's magazine uh-huh. Uh, she was, uh, which was like a regular thing with that magazine. Uh, women were asked uh, ten things you didn't know about women, mm-hmm. and she said uh, one thing that women agree on 
is that a big dick is worth nothing if it's attached to a big dick. Ah, good yeah. on you, Felicity. Yes, so I have a small penis, wink, wink. So it's time for... I can add to that. I dated a, 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 a guy with a, a massive penis. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, to the point where I was like, there is no way I am ever going to put that inside me. Like, you couldn't even, like, you just had to, you had to give it a blowjob in sections. Right. You know, it was that big. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember him telling me, because I, I did, it was like after the, the third, you know, encounter with each other. I said, y- you realize you have an enormous penis, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, right. I-, I know. And he was kind of sad about it. And oh, I was sad. like, what, what's, he's like, oh, you know, sometimes it's been, it, it can be an issue because some people can't take it. Um, but also he said it, it becomes this, cause you know, with gay men, they so, they talk about penis size all the time. Um, and he's like, it becomes this big thing. He said, I've dated guys before where all they do is tell everyone around them when I'm in the room, how big my dick is. And he's like, then I just become an object. Uh, yeah, that's, uh. I just become, I'm a person and I don't want, you know, everyone to, and he was a very shy person as well, so. Yeah, uh, but I would, uh, that's not, you know, I wouldn't, if if I had a big dick, Uh (laughs) then. um, If I had a big dick. If I had a big dick. (laughs) A really big dick. Blocka, 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 blocka. Then, then, when I am feeling, would be feeling depressed. That would actually be the one thing that's, you know, oh, at least I have, I have a big, a big dick. dick. Yeah, yeah, because it's a physical thing. You t- can't take it away from me, except with the pair of scissors. Mm. Unless you bob at me. Well, there you go, listeners. We, we've talked about uh, Huli has a micro penis, and that is why he put the rumor out there. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yes. Well done. It, I'm going to start it's... spreading my own rumors about myself. Now. Yeah? What kind of rumors would that be? I think I might be spread rumors that because you really want it to benefit you don't you yeah okay so what if i spread a rumor that i can't orgasm unless i am just lying there and i do nothing and the other person has to do it <laughs> yeah 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 no, yeah i i can't actually get an erection except yeah. if it's a threesome. Oh, yeah, uh, it's, okay. It's a big problem. It's so a big problem. Don't go home with me unless you are two persons. Mm. Yeah, two people. Uh, because it's I'm, it's... I'm very ashamed of this, but this is a fact. Yeah. I, I, I can't... Uh, I can't... I can't get an erection unless um, the person who comes home with me just uh, lies down and assumes the position and doesn't want foreplay. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I can't I can't achieve orgasm uh, unless I am uh being paid with lots and lots of money. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, it's just it's this thing where uh, yeah, I I I really don't understand why why aren't all people prostitutes because then you get sex and money at the same time. Yeah, they're two great things. Yeah. Why I mean why aren't prostitutes 
happy. <laughs> well, Why aren't they smiling well, all the time? Well, because they're getting laid and smiling. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait, yeah. I think everybody knows you're making jokes there. I yeah, hope so. Thanks for explaining. Explaining your comedy because that's what. Thank that's you for what, explaining, <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've done we've done that long enough. It's now yeah. time for Operation, Operation Sex God. Uh, you're drinking wine. Yes, I'm drinking wine because dealing with the fact that we started taping this show so Five many times, times, but yeah. we have gone past that a we while have. ago. Yeah. So now we are actually back in real Australia mode, and yeah. um, I'm loving I'm loving this episode. It's, so yeah, far, I'm course. loving it so far as well. Um, I I've just started day one. Of uh, of sub- sober Jono, sober Jono. Yes, and especially after recording this, and me being quite hungover today, because mm-hmm. um, I went out with a bang last night. Yes, I'm just waving this big fat dick of I, a wine glass. I have you. never wanted wine more in my life. Mm. Um, mm. It's from a box. <laughs> I, have a, I have a box of wine. It's classy wine. <laughs> Yes, so this is this is going to be an interesting experience because I have no idea if I'm going to be a fun person because um, I've, I've done this before and I remember at the end, I was still with my ex, yeah. at the end of the three months, um, I, we finished, I finished and, you know, we did the transformation photos and everything mm-hmm. and then I, um, I, I, he grabbed a bottle of wine and he poured me a glass and shoved it in my face and went, great, can I have Jono back? <laughs> yeah that's good yeah. yeah and I was like but I thought you wanted me to be less of an alcoholic no nobody wants that no, no. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking forward or maybe maybe dreading uh, to get to know Sober Jano you've never known Sober Jano have yeah, you no I haven't no well, I'm always never know Sober Hulli, but uh, I'm always usually some level of buzz I think you drink more than me I do drink yeah. so much more than you yeah yeah um it's probably it's probably bordering on a problem <laughs> yes well uh, that that will make it more interesting of you dealing with that problem I was thinking about blogging about it calling yeah. it the Sober Diaries yeah yeah, where I just go day one and whinge about how shit it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. you think you will like reach a peak, uh, where like like uh, you will get a, a high out of it? I remember when I take like I, I don't drink for a month or a couple of months. And you feel better than other people. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. The, and also like uh, if you get more shit done. Yeah, you you, you can go, you can sleep better. You wake up better. If you exercise, like the your body gets the benefits more. Mm-hmm. You know, you you your bowel movements are better. It's it's good, but you know, getting there is. I remember the the last time I I I've told you this before. The last time I had to quit drinking was I was told to do it by a doctor. Right. And this I think I told you this in episode one. Um and uh, and I, wow. I I I yeah because it was. Did you have kidney pa- pains? I had a little pain in my stomach, which is usually liver. Yeah. Um, liver, liver. Liver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and it was basically, I had a blood test and, um, and he, I mean, this was, this was sort of around the time of the divorce as well. Right, so right. like I hit things pretty hard. Absolutely. And understandable. Then, oh no, sorry. This was, no, this was a year before. Oh, so it's just a normal time. It was life. just a normal time. <laughs> and I was, 
No, because I remember uh, he, I, I was in a I was in a play and I hated every second and oh. it was tough to work with the director and stuff. And then um, the doctor was like, "You've got to stop drinking um, because you you're not you, you're damaging your body." I did. I lost get this twelve kilos in a month. Wow! From not drinking. Okay. Yeah. Right. Cool. Like in one month. I mean, I I was exercising and stuff as well, and and like I just lost all this weight because it's there's like, so many calories. That's three times what I lost while having the salmonella, which is my. You lost four four <laughs> four kilos. <laughs> lost four kilos. Because wow. Of the salmonella. Don't worry, you'll find it. Um. Yeah. <laughs> it's somewhere around here. I think it's in the kitchen. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I, I'm interested in seeing how it goes, and you know, I'm. I think I think it's. It, I know this is not funny, and we're comedians, but I'm. I think I'm looking forward to being in a better place mm-hmm. with learning to like Jono again. Yes, because you are a bit of a self-hater. Yes. 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 yes this is something you have told me and the world, uh, and YouTube. Uh, and uh, have I, I told YouTube? Yeah, isn't your TED lecture on YouTube? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my god, was I drunk? <laughs> oh, you haven't seen your YouTube? <laughs> you haven't seen your video diaries? Oh my you god! Have this whole series of like, <laughs> I, we call it Blackout Journal. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually something I I I, I realized, which is, is really good. I know we shouldn't be laughing at this yeah. because it's a terrible thing, but. I have reached an age now, and I think it's just from drinking so much in the last year or so, that um, I have quite a few chunks of memory that disappear. Yeah, well, I, I, that used to happen to me, uh, that I went into blackouts, mm. but it hasn't happened in... I well, you've been, you've been more like, responsible. Yeah, for some, I don't... I think I'm being more... Uh, here's the thing, and I, I always find it embarrassing talking about being a celebrity and also, also like a celebrity. I am a B-list at In best. Iceland. In Iceland. Yes. But uh, it's something, uh, it's also just, it's fun to acknowledge because it's fun to explore. Mm-hmm. But uh, to all you foreigners out there, uh, I'm, I'm, it's, it's weird to call yourself that because obviously I'm not a celebrity. Yeah, I'm famous. It's like being famous in your hometown. Yeah, if in in somewhere in the, the outback, middle of nowhere in yeah. America or something, with two thousand people and you're yeah. famous there. Oh, everyone knows him. Everyone knows everyone. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, not exactly. really a thing. It's not hard to. I mean, you're famous in Iceland. I know. I'm still not. I'm still not comfortable with it. No. No, like. I I I I am I am appreciative when people I, I, recognize I, I was, me. I, I thought you would be more insulted when I phrased it like this. I mean, you of all people. No, I chose to take it as a compliment. Okay, um, but yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, I'm I'm not comfortable. I I don't know how to take it. I never know. Um, yeah, how. No, but it's uh, here. Yeah, uh, but I, I'm still like, like, say for instance, because I, I know there's someone who loves that podcast, uh-huh. who I met last week at at my job, and he, you know, that's was like, are you are you Jonathan Duffy? And and I said, yes, I am. He's like, I listen to the podcast. I'm a big fan. I really love it. And I I, I didn't. I got kind of bashful, mm-hmm. but you know, and I sent him a message on Twitter later saying, you know, it was he because he said, I, I hope. 
it, I wasn't too forward saying, are you, and it was like, no, I loved it because it's nice to be recognized for what you do. No, no, exactly. It's just like when I was doing the other podcast, Happen to Yeah. my favorite compliments are about the podcast. Yeah. Because I've already done the whole cartoon thing. And when people compliment me on that, of course, it's a very nice thing to do. But uh, it sounds like I sound like such a douchebag, but it, I've heard it so many times. And uh, but when I hear it about the podcast, I'm like, thank you. It's something because, new. Yeah, that's yeah. something. Also, I just really love doing this podcast. Uh, but the thing with Iceland, it is such some. It's it's a microcosmos unlike any other on this planet. I agree. So yeah. there's nothing like. There's nothing like society. Iceland anywhere. No. no. Um, and so being famous here, it's hard to compare it to anything else. Yeah. But here's the thing: if you are. Uh, uh, a B or C list like I am here. Yeah. And I get really drunk out there. Yeah. Then it's Hulu Gudarsson was really drunk. And everyone knows. Yeah. While everyone around me is just as drunk. But Hulu Gudarsson was really drunk. He was on his ass. Which is something you say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um, so... So you have to be more careful because it's, it's uh, just then like you, or else like rumors will yeah, spread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rumors will spread. It's just like if I'm at Kiki and I just happen to have a conversation with someone, yeah. um, everyone talks about it. Yeah. Or, or, or kiss someone. Yeah. You know, you, 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 it's, it's a weird thing. And that's why I get defensive when you, for example, I don't know if it was in this taping or one of the Ruid tapings when uh, you were talking about... Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and you were saying see I hate her I go, why she's just a uh, person because because it's like well people probably say that about us too yes they probably do yeah well I mean we, we know they that there are people who don't like us yeah well that's it's also that is comforting in a way that yeah that like you us. you you uh whatever you're doing is enough that it's in their radar that they have to mention how much they hate you yeah yeah and I always I and uh, when I hear somebody, somebody say I, uh, that uh, they really don't like me, they think that I am a, a the asshole. Yeah. I go, look, wh- who? Where is he? I, I, I want to know. Is he to send it to my face? I want to meet this person. Because it's, it will be at least something exciting that happens. Just like this guy who didn't want me to host the thing because I'm too in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I, I want to meet him and go, yeah. please tell me why I'm it's so in. It's so fun. I mean... Uh, I, I love hearing shit yeah. about me. I remember one one time, and this this is one guy uh, who is I don't I don't know what he does. Yeah. But this guy who is apparently many people think is very funny. Mm-hmm. He says funny things on Facebook apparently or something, mm-hmm. and uh, he's respected for that. And uh, he, he, we have uh, uh, mutual friends, mm-hmm. and they know that he hates me. Right. And I, oh, but really, he hates me? And I asked one of them, what, what, what does he say about me? And, and my friend says, well, he's, well, he once said that you were just a stoner hack. And I go, but you oh, are. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. My reaction was, hmm, he's, he's not wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fair call. It's, I'm pretty much a hack. Yeah. Really. I mean, who isn't? And, uh, that I'm a star. Yeah. yeah. That is also true. Yeah. It is a true statement. I was at a, a party at my own house, right? Yeah. And there was a, a a guest of whoever was having the party. I didn't know them. 
And they were there and we got to talking and, you know, we'd been drinking throughout the night. And just as this guy left the house, he was a bit drunk. He came over and he gave me a hug and he said, I'm so glad I got to talk to you. I was like, ah, really? That's, that's nice. He goes, yeah, because, um, I wasn't on team Jono before I came to this house. What? So they're like, (laughs) I was like, what? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. He's like, yeah, I, you know, I just, I didn't like you. Um, I wasn't a fan. Uh, but you know, now I've gotten to know you. I realize that what I've heard isn't true. Yeah. Is that, that, what? <laughs> I don't know where to start. <laughs> the funny thing about, uh, when people confess something like this to you is that, uh, when people say, I th- first thought you were like such an asshole. I first thought you were overrated or whatever, but, uh, but this was funny or you were great tonight. Yeah. Then I'm kind of, oh, no, I don't like you. <laughs> I, I, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's In some, this circumstance, yeah, the guy was... about uh, him like, oh, I didn't like you before, but now I do. Yeah. It's, it's almost saying, okay, you're all right. You yeah, have yeah, my yeah, approval. Yeah. And I go, I don't need your fucking approval. I, I, I worked out in this, this particular circumstance. The guy wasn't trying to give me his approval. He was sort of apologizing yeah. for how he was standoffish when he first yeah. came to the party, but yeah. he was drunk and the, the truth serum had come yeah, out. What do you yeah. call it? The truno. Yeah, you true. know, he yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. he was, he was basically just, you know, saying, okay, I, I was that. a bit of a dick when I came uh-huh. to this party, but it's because I'd heard things and I didn't really like you. And now I do. And, yeah, yeah. but yeah, it was like, well, people have said things that I, it's a, I, I would really love to hear what people say about me. I remember one time I was on a date. Yeah. Cafe Baron. Meet, uh, I was sitting with this girl and uh, and uh, then some girl comes up to her and talks to her it's yeah. really loud in there so I can't hear the conversation and then the other girl leaves and I said oh. who was that? Uh, she was saying oh it's a girl she was just telling me that you're a, a fucking asshole and I was like oh she did that in front of you yeah, she, she just, whispered it in her ear Yeah, and I have no idea who that girl was and uh, and I asked, did she explain why? No, 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 she didn't. Oh, but okay. Hmm. Damn it. I want to know more. I want to know why. I want to yeah. know what I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I another thing happened recently. Uh. I'll just I'll just briefly mm-hmm. briefly pass on it that someone had told the person who runs a venue mm-hmm. that I hate that venue. Oh. And the person who ran the venue just, you know, said, Hey, I just wanted to know. Cause I thought, I thought we were pretty good friends. And, um, you know, if I would, I would have thought that if you had an issue, you'd come to me. And I was like, I have never said that. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It's some, sometimes like uh, if you are a certain someone, your words matter more or they have more impact. Yeah. I remember this one time, a long time go in band camp uh-huh. uh, it was um, I had this uh, art exhibition mm-hmm. on it was maybe like six years ago and uh, uh, my girlfriend at the time was living abroad and her, so my mother-in-law came on her behalf and gave me a bottle of champagne mm-hmm. a very nice thing to do and there were, it was a crowded and I saw some I, I saw uh, and I was just showing everyone the the the, the artwork mm-hmm. and I remember seeing some Euro hippies, mm-hmm. the scum of the earth, mm-hmm. 
white people with dreadlocks. Yes. I saw a couple of Euro hippies yes. walking inside uh-huh. and just grabbing some of the free beers, <gasps> putting them in their pocket and walking out. Oh, that's not cool. Fuck those guys. Yeah. Uh, because this is what this is my experience of Euro hippies. They always have this philosophy, it's all ours, we're sharing things. That's just their excuse For of not stealing. doing shit You're and stealing. taking everything from you. And yeah, and just because you want to share things, you don't have to share your horrible body odor with the rest of us. <laughs> horrible, horrible body odor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, because things are rotting in your dreadlocks. There are things that have crawled inside that didn't find their way out and died. Anyway... So I but only white dreadlocks. Yes, only white people with dreadlocks. Yes. So uh, I um. So later um, I go uh, just close the exhibition. Mm-hmm. I go home, party with some people, and I go, hey, I'm gonna just go get my uh, go get the champagne. My yeah. mother-in-law got me. So I go back to the exhibition place, and I see there is no champagne bottle, <gasps> and I realize the Euro hippies took Euro it. Hippies have taken that as well those fucking fuckers that don't deserve to live because only for the reason that they are white and have dreadlocks and also because of the body odor also because they stole the champagne uh it's uh, i have really really you have a lot of problems with euro hippies yeah for some reason i think i'm just taking everything because i'm trying to love everything else yeah this is the one thing that it's all all becoming this dark cloud it's not like they don't deserve it now, <laughs> so I so I was just screaming by yeah. myself inside the the exhibition area, uh, the house mm-hmm. thing, and I remember just concerned young people walking by, and they're like, "Is everything all right?" Sticking their head inside the door, and I go, "Some fucking Euro hippies stole my champagne," and they're like, "Oh, oh God, God." So, the next day. A random person with dreadlocks walks over to me. Uh oh. While I'm just walking, minding my own business down Laugaver. And he says, Hey, Hulagur, I just, I really just wanted to tell you, I didn't do it. <gasps> I'm like, What? What are you talking about? Who are you? What are you talking about? I just, my friends told me that you were accusing me of stealing your champagne bottle. Oh like, my god. And I, just, I laughed in his face. I'm like, Ha 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 ha! It was so ridiculous that somehow that story had found its way over to him. I had no idea. If, I mean, they all look alike. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and he just he felt he felt horrible that I was thinking this about him. Oh, so wow. I was like, I don't know. I I don't think it was you, or I don't even know. But I stopped caring like this morning. So, bye. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. And on that note, I think we've done enough of Operation Sex It's time for Gay It to Me Straight. Gay It to Me Straight. Do you have a question? Because I have one. Uh, yeah, I have a question. It's not very fun. Okay, First go for all, it. Yeah. The last time I was talking about um, the girls uh, not finding nice guys sexy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I was a bit unfair there because I was my th- cousin Thrunter was ta- he listens to the show. Yes, and uh, he was talking. About he's a lovely guy. He is a he's lovely a nice guy. guy. He is a nice guy, and also he is a great artist. Thrunter, amazing Thorne. artist. Check yeah. out his artwork. Now, um, 
he said something like, "Yeah, I I I know I know exactly what uh, you're talking about because I think about like this about girls as well. There are some girls that just oh, she's nice, she's too ah, nice, really. And I thought, oh, it's true. I thought this. As you well. thought it was one-sided before, yeah. but now you realize. Both. I well, at least I described it as one-sided in the last episode, but of course it isn't um, because uh, I have. I have like, because nice is almost the same as being boring. Yeah. And if a girl is nice, I'm less. If, if she's only nice, I. If that's the myself, way you describe yeah, her, yeah. It, 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 I find myself to be less intrigued. That's why you go for the unpredictables and the crazies. Mm. Yeah, we have a problem. I don't go for the unpredictables and the crazies. Now you go for the nice ones. Don't you? I don't know anymore. No. I don't uh, know anymore because I don't, I mean, you know. Uh, what would Agnes do? What would Agnes do? <laughs> Agnes just wants to get her, get her end wet. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, what was your question? You, you, you want to yeah, go that, first? That, that's a, a whole lot of thing. Um, I was just thinking, does the gay community have alpha males? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and actually there's a lot of news articles about it. It's like, you know how like people in, in Hollywood are talking about the whitewashing of 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 you know uh, the Oscars and how everything all, all the leads are all white, everyone is so white and actually that's especially in the gay media, mm -hmm. everyone is a white chiseled hairless man. That's that's all all the, all the yeah the, in the gay media that's you the, saw the, that's the front you saw a thing I shared on on Instagram and Facebook yesterday right where I was like thank God the gay media have got it covered and it was a story of like um the 10 reasons why i only top much older men it's like uh, this is not a news story yeah, yeah this yeah. is not newsworthy oh my <laughs> god um and and that's you know or or the better ways to be a bottom or you know like yeah, yeah. um or 50 ways to get better abs for summer you know yeah. and it, it caters like yeah they do have alpha males and the alpha males usually are douchebags yeah um or absolute narcissist and there's a lot of narcissistic personality disorder in gays mm -hmm. and you can usually tell because they end up dating someone who looks identical to them right yeah yeah and yeah. they and it's, yeah, it's like just they have this I, hot girl. and they have this yeah, ideal of how you should look queen. and you know they they often uh, yeah I, they do have alpha males mm -hmm. and uh and i i am not one and i probably would never date one no, I'm definitely not an alpha male. I, we are not alpha males. No, no, no. We are not alpha I am male. an omega male. I have found, though, that um, in my experience with gay alpha males, they're intimidated by me. Right, yeah, but I, this is something I know as well. Mm. Alpha male people are intimidated. Lots of them are intimidated by me. They, they either try to kiss my ass mm. or, or they try to pull you down. You. Yeah. yeah. And when they put me down, I just... I, I kind of just smile in the face or just ignore them because, oh, you're scared of me because yeah. I have funny things that I could say about you. Yeah, because I'm smarter I than you and that. I'm, yeah, it's yeah, like... Yeah, well, I'm not going to say I'm smarter than them, but I can say funny things. Well, I, fi I find with gay alpha males, it's yeah. like I have a superpower and that superpower is that I'm immune to everything mm -hmm. yeah. that they're doing. It's like, uh, the rest of society may kiss your There's ass. There's nothing you can say to me that I haven't said to myself yeah. in worse ways. Yeah. But also, they it's like, your powers don't work on me. Like, I, I, the one thing I find so annoying is when you see this alpha male 
and they're especially gay alpha male and they're trying to use the fact that they're genetic they won the social and genetic lottery mm. yeah to get what they want and yeah. i just go no nah, it's not going to fly with it's me a, it's one of the few good things about being a comedian it's uh, it does you i find that it does threaten alpha males yeah because they this the, because if you're a funny alpha male which it's just that's just a mutation basically mm. like uh, chris hemsworth he's apparently funny and an alpha male and yeah uh, also very like a good guy yeah uh, I mean, i've heard stories from the set of uh, the new ghostbusters movie where they kind of they didn't know how to deal with the fact that this that he's attractive and funny and nice yeah, yeah. yeah. and also could probably sing this uh, melissa mccarthy has this very, very funny story where he's like Oh, what did the song go like? And he's about to sing as he says, Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Don't you fucking sing! Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's when, so when an alpha male puts me down, yeah. I, I, I take it as a compliment. I like, me oh, too. Yeah, so me too. You, you, fi- you find a, you f- there's a reason for you to try to shit on me right now. I, I think you're scared. I find it brings out a little part of me of a, oh, how cute. Yeah. <laughs> how cute. It, I feel like a super villain. Oh, yeah. how cute that you think you can take me it's on. It's pretty ironic that, uh, yeah, this, this, I think it's just uh us being afraid of at least me being afraid of alpha males as a kid then kind of i found a loophole so in through yeah some, through comedy yeah. and through becoming comfortable with yourself yeah. that you no longer have to um pander to them like the rest of the world seems to do in fact yeah yeah it's uh, just embrace uh humiliation yeah and you will achieve anything you will you will yes. because there's nothing anyone can do to humiliate you yeah um I have a question for you. Okay. Now, I don't... Because we've done this um, podcast like eight times today. Okay. I don't know if I mentioned in the top of this one anymore uh, the recent... Uh, I've forgotten the word in English. Um, I, I'm, I'm not even going to think of it. But the, that I am now single. Again. Yes, I think you mentioned it. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't remember. But you're single. Uh, yeah. And it was, it, was a, it was a, you know... It ended well, and mm-hmm. it's it's not really anyone's business. Um, but I had a, a friend say to me the other day, um, uh, so are you on the apps again? Yeah. And I, I was kind of like, what do, you, what do you mean? It made me think to myself, what, like, so for, so if you have been dating someone and you removed from the apps, I would like to know for straight people, what is the appropriate amount of time before you start, well, the the only app I have is like, Tinder. Is Tinder, and uh, I, after the, my last breakup, I um, I didn't I didn't go for Tinder for months. Mm. Uh, more than three months had passed. But was that because you didn't want to, or was it because yeah, both? Because it would be disrespectful, yeah. I think, towards anyone, and also I wasn't ready at all. All. I uh, yeah, I mean, whether you uh, are the one who ends it or not, mm. um, I just I I, well, I guess I have to say it. I was the one who ended it, mm-hmm. and um, and that meant that I kind of just hated myself yeah. for three months. Yeah, and I I remember another friend of mine had had actually been dumped. Mm-hmm. 
So we just spent time just inside, just uh, <laughs> we just hit from the world. I remember we just watch videos and uh, either uh, separately or, or just together, out, yeah. yeah. And um, and I didn't even just I didn't even think of going on. I knew about the Tinder. I remember being in a relationship, hearing hearing about Tinder, and I thought, oh, that's. That's interesting. That sounds like fun, mm -hmm. but uh, I just couldn't. Both, yeah, it was uh, all these factors. I didn't. I wasn't ready for it myself. Mm -hmm. I definitely didn't want to disrespect her that way. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then it's just I had I I wasn't sure of what if I was ready for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How to, how to do it even? And I didn't. Yeah, I didn't want my face out there mm. but uh, yeah so in my case after a breakup I would have some time I don't know it depends on how long the relationship was yeah uh, so uh, so I mean if you've been together for years then you then yeah then but if it was only three like three months was at least appropriate but then uh, if, if you'd only been together for say like three or four months then maybe two weeks or a month. Yeah. Um, that because, yeah, because that means like you were just trying to escape. You just yeah. wanted something else. Mm. And uh, I don't think that's a healthy way to deal with, uh, at least in my case, if, you know, having love, you know, breaking up with someone is basically telling someone that you love that you don't love them, which mm -hmm. is, a hard thing to do and I, I, I uh, it's I almost find it like maybe because it's more recent for me but I find being the dumper to be in my experience worse than being dumped because if you're being dumped it's not your fault you uh, but if all you can do is deal with the information you've been yeah, given yeah, just yeah. That, yeah you are a victim uh, you are in the right mm -hmm. But if you're a dumper, you're in the wrong, you did something to, you You deliberately hurt someone. Like you didn't want to do it, but you but did. But you did, yeah. yeah, I agree. And that's a, it's just a horrible thing to live with. So you just, but that's that's what you have, that's the karma you get. So you have to live with it. And if you're gonna just try to reward yourself with just going on a pussy app and find some pussy, then yeah, it's it's very it's, you you are a bit of a douche. I think I think a good rule of I mean because you know the gay apps are different. They kind of just yeah. have it all displayed, and you see how far away. A good rule of thumb is that if you go, if you if you download it and you go on it and you see that they're also on it, it's fine. Yeah, then it's fine. Also, it's very different between different with all sorts of people because I've. I've seen people that I knew that just, uh, you know, ended their relationship, but just a couple of days ago, I've just seen them on Tinder, and I'm like, mm. whoa, she was quick. Yeah. And uh, and in most cases, they're younger than me, so I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's with the young folks today. I think, I think as well, though, it can just be a case of, because, like, you can be on the app, right, mm. and have no intention of actually going through with something. It might just be that you you want the recognition that, or you want to see that somebody finds you attractive, or yeah, that you yeah, you just want to know that there is, you know, in those moments. E I think even if you do, if you are broken up with, or or you break up with someone, there is still always a part of you that, that will have a thought of, 
um, you know, is there ever going to be someone? Yeah. You know, will there be someone where it just works with and 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 yeah, yeah. I think I think you can be on those apps and be trying to fulfill that. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people use Tinder as a, like a computer, just a video game for yeah. your ego. Yeah. And uh, I have clearly not... because people yeah. say hello and then you never get a response. Yeah, I I've I have, I mean I have lots of matches on my Tinder which I never talked to, and those people are almost just uh, just ego boosters. Uh, ego boosters mm. for me, but uh, I. I've recently uh, just tried to, if I get a match, actually say actually say something yeah. because I mean, come on. What else? Is, what What have you got yeah. to lose? Really? Yeah. Yeah. That's that was very insightful, Hule. You're you're a nice guy. So are you, Jonathan? Ah. And, and that, let's go straight to the next one, and let's make this one quick because we do have proper questions after that yes, one. Yes. So this one is how to speak Australian. Okay, you first. Okay, I'm going to teach you uh, two things. Yep. One is uh, if something is authentic. It's awful. No. no. Dinky die. Dinky die. I think that's my favorite so far. <laughs> oh, that's it's dinky die. Dinky die. Dinky die, which is. I think this episode so far has been very dinky die. It's it's been very authentic. Yes. It has. We thought it wouldn't be because no. we thought we'd be rehashing no, the other didn't. eight times yes, we did this. Yes, yes, and yes. the other one, I don't know if I've done this on the podcast. Did I teach you? Remember, I taught you. How to say something with a perfect Australian accent? Uh, yeah, yeah. You said uh, like an act, uh, like a sentence. Yeah. Did Did we do it on the podcast? Oh, I don't think so. No. Okay. All right. Okay. So repeat after me. Yeah. Um. So rise. Rise. So rises into stand up. Rise. Rise up. Rise up. Lights. Rise up lights. Yay! <laughs> I love that. I was trying to remember it the other day. <laughs> Rise of lights. Yeah. It's Rise really... up lights. Rise up lights. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> What's the movie that I really have to see it? I always want to see that movie about the killer pig, Australian movie. Razorback. Razorback. How do you say that with an Australian accent? Razorback. Razorback. You you close? Yeah. Uh, back. Razorback. No, it's not Razorback. big. Razorback. Razorback. But you're, you're South African now. Rise a big. Rise a big. We just got around to the front of the house. Uh, what are you going to teach me? I'm going to teach you the word nenna. Nenna. Have you heard that? No. In nennusigi. Nennusigi? Yeah. What does it mean? I can't be bothered. Nenna. Well, actually, it doesn't... It's it's one... It's, I've heard this discussion. I've seen it on Facebook. I've yeah. heard it many times. It's one of the words... That we feel like there isn't a word for it in is any it, other is language. It, I can't be bothered, but it can also be, um, I don't care. And yeah. it can also be, I just can't even. Yeah. And it, so it's, it's, it's all lot, of those yeah. words. Nana is a verb. Uh, and it's all... A it's verb. A, a verb. Verb, yeah. Yes. And uh, it is always followed by the ekki, which is not. Yeah. In nanni ekki thessu. Uh, some theater, I, I, I don't want to do it. Mm. Uh, do you, are, are you going to come and listen to no, no. Uh, Should if can I, can I see your mother now? No, 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 Yeah, that was a horrible example. Yeah. My mother is a wonderful lady. She's a, I've met her, she's yeah. lovely. Yes. Huh. Um, but that's, that's, I like this, this is a real world application. So yeah. I can, you know, when I'm, when I'm working at the Bowski and someone goes, can I have a milkshake? No, no, yeah, well, during your job as a server, it's uh, uh, not appropriate, but refreshingly realistic, <laughs> realistic and uh, honest. 
Yeah, it would be great if you could say to someone Nenneki. Nenneki. But he's asking for service. Yeah. At classic tag. Nenneki. Nenneki. <laughs> Don't you work here? Mm. Nenneki. That's nice. All right, let's go to the, the ants of, of agony. agony. All right, we have quite a few questions. So we've got some advice to give. So the first one uh, is... It's yes, it's still recording. Um, the first one here is um, all right, this is quite appropriate for us. Um, uh, feeling non attractive, overweight, and not all that desirable, what do you do to motivate, motivate yourself when you feel pretty shitty? Ah. A good one and a hard one. Mm. That is what she said and he. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the uh, well, yeah, okay. We all felt like that. We we. Well, I feel like it at the moment. Yeah. I uh, think I think the my. So I, so, I, so so I should just try to motivate you right now. Yeah. Okay. But so what do I do? What do I do? I feel I feel overweight. I feel yucky. I feel like. Uh, I, I mean, there are, uh, first of all, uh, I mean, depression is, it's a tricky thing. Yeah. Because it's, uh, people who don't believe in depression, they think it's always a simple solution. It's just, mm. just get off your ass or yeah. just smile. But there is, uh, there is kind of, you know, there, there's a point to that. Mm. I mean, you, I find myself... When um, I uh, am feeling depressed, just I just I really force myself mm-hmm. to do things. Yeah, yeah. And one thing is when you're walking outside, walk like I do. Look up. Yeah. That's why I look up. Look up with your head yeah. on the side. Yeah. I just I I watch the roofs of buildings. Mm. And uh, if you if you're watching the roofs, you kind of you're you're more straight with your on your back, and you kind of just look more dignified. Yeah. And if you look more dignified, then you suddenly become dignified. It's yeah. also the same thing with raising both fists in the air. Yeah. Which is like a primal simian thing. Yeah. Like gorillas do it. It feels good. Yeah. They just yeah yeah, yeah. we're doing it. We're doing it right now. Yeah, it like, feels put, great. You're like. Dear, dear, dear person who feels like this, dear, dear act of agony, put both fists in your air and do like, yeah! And then you'll feel amazing. Yeah, because it's actually, it does things to your body. It's yeah. some endorphin thing. It I, does. I can't explain it. I don't yeah. have the medical knowledge. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's a victory thing. Yeah. And, um, and uh, singing also. Singing. I've I've got some. Yeah. That, so I think I think one of them it's sort of in, in line with what you're saying. It sounds so cliche, but doing taking something you normally do and doing it a bit differently. Yeah. So like it, it everyone's like, oh, you know, why don't you try walking to work a different way than normal? Do it yeah, because do if it. you're feeling shitty, it gives you something else to focus on. Mm-hmm. And and I think as well, have um if you if if your whole thing is like, oh I feel overweight and I feel gross. Mm-hmm. Write a plan, mm-hmm. but break it into actual achievable chunks. Yeah. Don't go, I'm going to be uh, a, an Adonis in, you know, a year. Go, 
I'm gonna start. I want to fit these clothes again. Yeah, like Operation Sex to God to me, it doesn't have an ending. It's it's not an ending. It's every day. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So that's. I think that's it. Also, you know, you were saying like, uh, if something sounds a cliche, if people say, oh, people, people, uh, man, uh, cynical people, mm. which we often are. Yes. Um, they kind of find ways of uh, uh, criticizing self-help advice. Yeah. Like, why don't you try walking another way to work or la 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 it's very easy to be cynical as long as it's but not cynicism kind of kills it does things. yeah it's... i remember this one thing that conan said on his last episode of nbc uh-huh. because it might have been it was probably and it turns out it wasn't but it was probably his last chat show yeah and he said i want to just end on this one thing and this is to the kids don't be cynical. Mm. I think it's the worst. It's the thing I hate m- most about myself, mm. and I really took it to heart because being cynical is, you know, it can be, it can do good things in humor, but mm. in real don't, life, don't, don't let it control you because no. uh, cynicism is just a way of of you avoiding positive things. And justifying avoiding them mm-hmm. because you're saying no, I'm not gonna do that. Don't make me puke in my mouth. Hey, just actually do that. If you want to pick flowers and skip on a meadow, yeah. do that shit because it's awesome. So if you want to take yourself to a cafe and write, yeah, do yeah, it. It doesn't make you a dick. Yeah, but just because cool people who hate themselves are uh, like, oh, don't make do fun of it. It's just because they secretly envy you. I think the last thing I'd say on this one is also learn to hear the compliments when they're coming. True. Because yes. we, when you're not feeling great about yourself and somebody says, you look really good today, we always go, Ugh. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah. But you should actually go, thank you, yeah, and have absolutely. a moment in your head where you go, oh, somebody actually thinks I look good. And I've actually... This is something I should work on more because when I get a compliment, I always forget uh, returning the mm, compliment because mm. that also is a nice thing. It's actually nicer to do things for people yeah. than, than be having things done for you because it's, uh, you know, Jesus wasn't wrong, although he didn't exist. He wasn't wrong. I don't know if he didn't exist. I think he as a person existed, but, yeah. you know. Let's just say that there's this, his, his the dad, Chinese whispers his, about him. Yeah, his dad was probably not there. Okay, the next one. This is These are really good questions this week. Um, so the next one, this person says, this might be too serious. There is no too serious. Um, but I'd love to hear if you guys have ever had imposter syndrome, which is the fear that someone will eventually figure out that you're a fraud and not a real comedian, and if that ever goes away. It's always there. It never it, goes away. And I think it's necessary. I think it's necessary, and that's... If you don't have imposter syndrome, I think there's something wrong with you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I said this on a live podcast. You should just doubt yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's not, I'm not saying it's healthy to doubt yourself. No. But if you are doubting yourself, it means you're human. And it means you're actually, um, uh, you're looking at what it is that you're doing and trying to get better at it. And the thing about imposter syndrome, uh, especially as as a comedian, I think is, is it comes from a place of that you're doing something that the majority of people fear more than death. Right. Yeah. So there's a part of you that might believe, oh, I'm only getting laughs because they are too afraid to be up here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time, all the time, before a show, when I'm writing stuff, whatever, I think I I have this fear of oh, this is this is 
this is the final straw. Yeah. Now people are gonna realize I'm just a stoner hack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and every every time I do my own shows, like even the one I did in Pride, which sold out before I get on the stage. Yeah. I, I, I had these exact thoughts. Why should anyone pay to see me? Uh -huh. I'm not funny enough. I'm not a good enough singer. I don't have enough charisma yeah. to hold a show on my own. I can only ever do something when I'm with other people. Like it all just goes through your head. I remember, yeah, when I did a, a thing in uh, House Colapio, which ha ha like is 900 people, mm. uh, I had a special there. Did you sell out? I sold out and it was 90 minutes on the stage. That's incredible. But I remember. Congratulations. Just, thank you. It happened a while ago, but I know. thank you. Uh, it was, um, and, and you are also a lovely person. Oh. Now, uh, <laughs> uh, I remember like three or four months before that, like week after I, I had booked the, the room, I was watching video and suddenly, what the fuck did I do? Yeah. Oh my God. What temporal insanity brought me to order the biggest fucking room in Iceland to perform in comedy? I am insane. Mm. People are gonna find out what a fucking fraud I am. But you know, it's just natural. I mean, I think it's, you know, almost psychotic not to think like this. Mm. And, and as a comedian, you can never be happy with what you, like it, it can be, I was listening to a podcast yesterday with, uh, you know, Sophie Hagen. Yeah. She has a podcast where it talks to other comedians mm -hmm. about just, you know, being adults. Right. And it's, it's not necessarily funny. It's, it's a great podcast. You should mm -hmm. listen to it. Um, but she was talking about how as a comedian, sometimes it can be an absolute insult for somebody to tell you, oh, you're fine. What you're doing is enough. Yeah, yeah. Because it's it's not because there's always bigger venues and more tickets. Right, absolutely. There's always better jokes. Yeah, and you also have to renew yourself all the time. And hopefully, because we mentioned Sophie Hagen, that she'll mention. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> us in please, her please mention us. She's, Sophie she, you know, she's a comedian. I've I really can't wait for the day where she accepts my friend request on Facebook. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Is she your friend? No. No. Do you know who I'm talking about? I do know you of do. her. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. In fact, Bilge has told me that when she was in London, everyone associates Icelandic comedians with Sophie Hagen. Like when she was there, Bilge and Snowlog were in London and they'd go to these rooms. They're like, oh, we're from Iceland. They go, oh, did Sophie send you? Oh, and yeah. then they'd have to go, you know, they're different countries, right? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. We have one more. Yes. Okay. This is, this is quite uh, an interesting one. All right, so this person writes, I was dumped three months ago. I know my ex likes me a lot and wants to become friends after I've healed. And he keeps sending me links when he sees things that remind him of me, even though I usually don't reply because I'm still hurt. But recently his messages got more sentimental. He sent a picture and quoted an inside joke from one of our first dates. And then a few days later, he sent an Instagram of two horses nuzzling and had a caption, if you love someone, don't let them go. And he said that the picture made him sad and in quote marks, I'm sorry. On one hand, I'm mad because he's opening old wounds. But on the other hand, I might take him back if he really thinks he made a mistake. Should I keep ignoring him? Should I block him and tell him to stop messaging me? Or should I ask what he means? Okay. Uh, that is a that is a doozy. That is a doozy. I, the whole thing with opening wounds, uh, I, I uh, connect with that because I 
did kind of at one time a long time ago in uh, this one time in Bandcamp mm. um, that uh, I uh, kind of opened wounds with an old girlfriend. Uh-huh. She, I know it because she literally told me you opened old wounds and now I'm just as hurt all over again. I felt so bad about that uh, because I realized I had done it for selfish reasons, just mm-hmm. to comfort myself. I used uh, um, her love or whatever. And uh, I felt so bad that it was the first time I just I actively uh, sought out a, a, a shrink. So I just had to go see a shrink just yeah. because I've, I I just hated myself and I thought oh, maybe I can't even deal with uh, love issues. Maybe I don't know how to deal with uh, um, uh, issues like this because yeah. uh, I, I hurt people. I mm-hmm. don't want to hurt people. So obviously that is not something you should do. And he, this person is opening wounds with uh, by sending these but, things yeah, because... I agree. Uh, the, the the message didn't come with uh, uh, you want to start over or you want to try again. It just says I'm sorry. I'm sorry, and, and I may have made a mistake. Yeah, and uh, my advice to this person. Uh, and and yeah. here's the thing: when I I did this, the the ex girlfriend told me like, "It's what are you doing? Are you using me?" Mm. So she just she. She just remi- she told me, she 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 just put it in front of me the fact that I was being wrong, I was doing wrong things. Mm. So this person should actually just say, it. "What are you doing?" I I think so too. I think they should send a message going, "Tell me what you mean by this," because this person has said they might. If I think I think if you break up with someone and you realize that you made a mistake. I think if you tell them and they, that's fine. You know, mm. couples can move and on and get through it. Um, but I don't think it's nice to just send a message and be aloof, no, be a, a, exactly. ambiguous about stuff. Yeah, and also you're like you're keeping them in a place. Yeah, you're because you want them to kind of yearn for you. It's like that saying, "Have your cake and eat it too." Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's like a, it's oh, a, it's a horrible, selfish uh, thing to do. And I mean, when I were, this was pointed out to me. Uh, I, I rightfully, I uh, rightfully despised myself mm. for it, and I sought help because I didn't want to repeat this. Yeah. So um, I think you would be doing this person a favor by pointing out. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Do you want to start over? If so, if say not, so. Don't do this to me. Yeah, because you you're never going to be able to start the process of healing. Yeah. If this person is still, and trust me, I've been through a lot of this healing shit in the last year. Uh, you're never going to be able to do it if they keep sending you stuff or, you know, and, the, and actually you can be friends, but I think that you have to go through a period of time where you don't speak to each other. Yeah, absolutely. It has to be a, yeah, that's, a, that's actually a very healthy thing to do. Um, it's shut down yeah, communication. I can tell you, I can tell you, my ex and I, uh, we're in a pretty good place now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we've Skyped a couple times recently and I, you know, I, I can without a doubt say when I see him, I still love him very much. I still care for him. I still see him as a friend, but I do not want to go there. 
Right. Uh, like I, and it's a good feeling to see him on Skype and go, I, I, what we had was great, but I do not wish to be your partner anymore. Right. Um, and I can see him objectively as, as this person I know a lot about and get advice from and give advice to. The only reason I think we're in that place is because there was a period, uh, you know, uh, earlier this year where I decided I'm not going to make efforts to, to, cause I, I kept making contact. Right. I kept making contact and it was a similar thing, even though I was the one who was broken up with. So it's a different situation for me. Mm-hmm. I kept making the contact because I think there was a subconscious part of me that was like, I just want to fix this. <sighs> I want to fix this. It's not real. And then when I decided to not make the contact, I started getting involved in my own life and realizing, oh, this is me existing on my own. And it's, it's quite nice to make all the decisions and be in charge of everything. Um, but yeah, you can't, until you have this conversation with this ex, you're not going to be able to heal. No, it's a, a confrontation and then discommunication. Yep. And you do need that period. Yeah. It's, it's really good because, uh, because, uh, after a while, you will have that moment from the chick flick where the girl is just walking, smiling on the uh, uh, sidewalk among all the people buying a Starbucks and yeah. a bagel and having a happy life. Yeah. And you also need to, once you've had that period, if you do want to be friends with him again, um, you need to understand that it's a new relationship. Yeah. It is not the same one. No, of course, because it's never the same one. No. It is a new, you, and you get to know them as it, because also in that time period, they change. Yeah. They're different people. Absolutely. That was very, very deep and meaningful. Is and it, probably, was it really the only, is there one more answer? Was there one more? Yeah, I think you mentioned one more. Oh, yes, there was a, a hypothetical question. Yes. Uh, which was, uh, if a person is born deaf, what voice do they hear when they think? And if a yeah, person yeah, is yeah, born yeah. blind, so yeah. what color are their dreams? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I mean, I can only think of like a, a horror movie uh, situation. What if you never heard the voice and the voice suddenly appeared in, in your in mind your is like, yes, take them, kill them all. I just watched uh, that movie Lights Out. Oh, was it good? It was very decent. Uh-huh. I mean, it did what it was supposed to do. It didn't have enough body count, though. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, right. it, might, it should have had more killings. Okay. Although, the the monster had a voice like, Stay away from her. Stay away from her. Wouldn't be funny if you'd be a deaf person. And, and that's, that's the voice, voice you hear. <laughs> wow. I don't think... I, I don't think if you have ever heard anything that you would have a voice in your head. Then what would you have? Did you, you wouldn't even have words. But so... Do we have words? The words in our head. We, we, we say that we hear a voice, but we don't hear a voice. We don't hear anything. No. It's just a thought. Yeah. The thoughts don't have sound. We associate it with sound because we associate words with sound. So I think a deaf person would have exactly the same thoughts. They don't hear a voice. But then we have a memory of sound. I think my brain is leaking out of my ears. Yeah. And the blind person, I don't think it's possible for them to dream. I think this was the meaningful... uh... Uh, thing. I think we it leave was it very, It was extremely, extremely bleak. Yeah. Extremely <laughs> bleak. A blind person isn't able to dream. If they've Jonathan. never seen. Come on. Dreams are visual. 
I don't. I think. I think I've heard about blind people dreaming. Really? Yeah. People who were born blind and have never seen anything. I mean, dreams aren't just visual. They also sounds, mm. smells, feelings, pain. Mm, but we remember the visuals. Yes, yeah, so that's because we're just stooping, stupid seeing people. So maybe a, a blind person dreams in smells and sounds. Yeah. They see the same thing that they see every day. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think I think this was a this was a less ha 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 podcast and more of a deeper meaningful. It started like the, the former half was ha ha funny, but yeah. the latter half was ha ha strange. Mm. 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 And I think I think this is probably where we leave it off now. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I hope we helped you get through your Friday. Uh, and uh, and if you're interested, please come along on the 8th of September to Hura, where we'll be doing another. another live podcast. And as you know, anything can happen Yes. at a live podcast taping of Australia. We say things because we have a mental problem called comedian yes where we say say things we shouldn't say in microphones and reveal horrible and uh, funny for you horrible for us things about ourselves yes on the 8th of december which september is, yeah, did i say december yes yes well i didn't mean oh. that. remember remember the, the 8th, 8th of, of september, september. <laughs> <laughs> thank you do i press stop now yes okay. Þeir eru skemmtilega alvarpstætti á nútímin.is. Takk fyrir að hlusta.